What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Student Athlete Sessions. Today we are talking with Cody Mitchell. Cody is a senior at Illinois Wesleyan University in, from uh, Bloomington, Illinois. And he joins us today uh, to kind of chat about his career and, uh, and next steps after yep. uh, his career at Wesleyan. So Cody, thanks for joining us. Yeah, appreciate you for having me. Excited to be on. Yeah, I think, I think where we like to start with everyone is just give a quick intro of yourself and uh, maybe one thing that the viewers at home or listeners at home should, should know about you before we start. Yeah. I'm, uh, my name is Cody Mitchell. Obviously I played basketball these past four years at Illinois Wesleyan university. I uh, recently entered my name in the transfer portal and I'm attending Roosevelt university to get my master's and, and play an extra year out for my COVID year. I'm from St. Charles, Illinois, uh, currently a senior, like I said, and I'm, studying marketing and graphic design. So that's kind of a, a wraparound picture. Love it. Yeah. And and a big reason why we started this podcast at D3 Direct is to, you know, talk to people who have gone through the college experience and to give future recruits a playbook for how to approach things. Um, so I want to start with your undergrad college career before we get to the portal and, and, and maybe how to unlock a bit of free education uh, through mm -hmm. your sport. How did you land on Illinois Wesleyan as a school? And, and what, what did your process look like as a recruit? Uh, well, coming out of high school, I was about two inches shorter, probably 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> and uh, was, wasn't as highly touted as now. But the process for Wesleyan, um, I was getting mainly D3 looks. Uh, that, that was basically the all of it, some NAIA. Uh, but what, what boiled it down for me came to, to culture and, and education at the end of the day. I mean, Coach Rose is a Hall of Fame head coach at the end of the day when his career is all said and done. Phenomenal guy to play for. Great culture of winning at Wesleyan. Um, also, a lot of people wouldn't know that my brother played football here. So when I was incoming as a freshman, he was a junior on the football team. So that that played a big role in, in my decision. But but the academics and the culture were, were too much to overlook. And just so you don't undersell yourself, you were a multi-sport athlete right coming out of high school football yeah, yeah. player I played as well football as basketball and basketball but uh you know well, uh, basketball was my calling let's just say that basketball was my calling. fair enough you didn't didn't have a desire to join your brother on the football team uh, i i did a little bit i did a little bit but never never pulled the trigger on it so gotcha gotcha and you know i i became aware of of you know you as a player and uh and Wesleyan as a program during your junior year, when you really kind of came onto the scene, um, you know, you had, you had contributed, I think in your first two seasons, if I have the, your stats, right. But mm -hmm. your junior year was when you really started to break into the, the rotation and, uh, and make an impact. How did you, how did you see your own development in those first two years? And, um, and what, what, what changed in, in your junior year to help you break out? Uh, it was it was a wild four years uh, as far as kind of development and, and role for the Titans. But for anybody entering college, I'd say those, those first two years are crucial for development. That freshman year, I mean, it's probably the biggest jump you'll make in your four years in terms of athleticism, strength, diet, all that kind of stuff. Your, your body makes such a transformation from freshman to sophomore year of college. But but. What really made the difference was the grind, man. Like I said, getting in that culture of Wesleyan, really learning what it meant to, to play hard, train hard, get better at the game. Uh, those first two years, I was here, here and there on the court, kind of making impacts where I could, trying, trying to help where I could. And then 
my junior year, I ended up fighting for a starting role for the first game and my first start as a Titan at home, uh, dropped 29 against Hope on like some crazy shooting percentage. And then the rest is the rest is history after that. Me and Coach Rose run pretty good standing after that game. So <laughs> he's like, I like this guy. I like him. Yeah. I like him in my rotation. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it does seem like you guys have a, a really great dynamic, not only with Coach Rose, but also, as, you know, as a program as a whole. What are some of the moments, you know, now that your career has come to a close with the team that you look back on from your four years and really value uh, could be on the court, could be off? Uh, well, off the court, I just say, like, coming into college, you don't really realize how close you can get with a group of guys at the college level. I mean, you're traveling, practicing, eating, doing everything together 24-7, basically. So those moments off the court, I'd say I'll cherish forever. Some of my best friends in the world were, were made at this school. And then on the court, I mean, junior year was super special, being able to make the Elite Eight run and fall just short. But, but that group was really special to play with, with Laritz and Pete and Corey and, and all those guys. And then being able to lead this year, I'd say, would be my favorite memory as a Titan, kind of me and Lucas Heflin. We're, we've been best friends throughout this whole thing, and we're the only two seniors this year. So kind of getting the opportunity to land on our feet and figure it out together was, was really cool for me. Yeah, that is, it, it is those relationships, you know, long after you forget what your stats were, how many games you won. Um, it's the relationships with those teammates that, you know, for me personally, in my own career that it still hold, I just got a couple, got a wedding invite from a teammate, um, you know, and I'm, I'm almost 10 years removed from college yeah. and still in touch with these guys. So you got a lot to look forward to on that front. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, in, in, in the scheme of the overall college experience, sports is just one slice. Um, but being a part of a team, you know, I, I followed you guys last year when you were on your international trip to Greece. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever think coming into college that you would your sport would unlock something like that for you? No, not not at all. I mean, coming into college, I really had no idea what sports had in store for me in general that. I mean, I'm hopeful that sports is a huge part of my life continuing on and whether I end up playing or being working in the sports world, it, it's crazy how many doors it, it really can unlock for you if you put the time in or dedicated by into the kind of the, the brotherhood that is like being a student athlete in college. Yeah. And, and, you know, what, in addition to the friendship, I think there is also an element of like getting to learn from those guys that, that went ahead of you. And you mentioned a few of them, Matt, Matt Laritz and um, uh, Corey and Pete, who, you know, I know I'm not sure if Corey transferred um, and did a fifth year, if he just graduated, no, I but I know Pete and, and, um, and uh, Matt did. Did you have a chance when you were thinking about maybe entering the transfer portal, did you have a chance to talk to them and get, get a read on, on how they handled the situation? Oh yeah. When I was, when I knew I was going to enter, I, I called both of them and talked to them for a little bit. I mean, I text back and forth with both of them throughout the season. Laird's texts me all the time after games and stuff like that. So I definitely picked their brain a bit. It's, it's obviously unique situations too. Everybody's portal experience is different. Everybody wants different things. Pete was big on location and experience. Laird's is, an amazing student was really after an amazing education. So, I mean, everybody's got their fix, but. What did, what were those factors for you? I think that, you know, that's something we always talk to recruits about when we get these DMS and 
kids are like, can you help me get recruited? And it's like, well, what do you want? You know, like, what are your yeah. priorities? Um, what, what do you want out of your uh, process? You know, you'd already had this great four-year career. What, what were you looking for out of, out of grad school in that, in that extra year? Yeah. I mean, I got I got asked that as an athlete in the portal, every time you're on the phone with a coach, they ask for that, that top three or top five things you're looking for. I'd say for me, number one, honestly, was, was partly that getting that full ride, getting that, that free education and, and year. I was fortunate enough where my parents put me in a position financially to go to an amazing university like, like Wesleyan for four years and get this, this degree that means so much. So kind of paying that forward, paying them back a little bit by getting this year of free education was number one for me. I'd say after that was probably academic and, and athletic success or role more, N knowing that I'm going to a program where I'm going to be valued, uh, have a big role beyond the court, impacting winning, impacting culture. Like I said, leading is is what I want to be doing. It's what I enjoy doing. So so going somewhere I have the opportunity to lead was was big for me. Yeah. And and it seems like you had no shortage of offers uh, and in interest. I know we talked earlier. You said within the first seventy-two hours in the portal that over fifty schools had reached out across a variety of platforms. How do you how do you navigate that? In addition to trying to like you know finish your own career, your academics. What what strategies did you use to to stay organized and and evaluate options? Um, I'd say my biggest lifesaver was literally just making a spreadsheet, like color coded. With listing of location, division, attributes about the school, pros, cons, that type of thing, and just like organizing it as as often as I could and updating it. Um, it was definitely a whirlwind those first few days. That was the first thing Larritz and and Pete had talked to me about was how overwhelming the first few days were going to be. Um, but I'd say organization wise, it's it's a lot about just staying on top of it as coaches are reaching out, being respectful, responding when you can with wait times and stuff like that. Coaches understand it's it's a crazy process, especially now with the portal becoming such a big thing. So having kind of a, a sheet or a spreadsheet where you could organize everything was big for me. Yeah, and then once you decided on Roosevelt, um, you know, I guess what what was the final thing that put you over the edge with them or, or you know, really convinced you that that was the right option for you? Um. I'd say the thing that put me over the edge, I mean, it's it's a culmination of things. I'd say the number one thing is cliche as this probably is, is, is there's a feel. There's kind of when you know, you know, type of thing uh, kind of felt great getting to know Coach Brown uh, over at Roosevelt. He's got a new program trying to instill kind of his culture on, on a program that he's adopting. Wants me to come in in kind of a leadership role. And like I said, that's exactly what I was looking to do. Uh, I'm from Illinois, from near Chicago, suburb of Chicago. So. So that played into it. Both my brothers live in the city. Uh, so it was just kind of everything, kind of a, a big storm of all things that pointed in the right direction for me and kind of the fit I was looking for. So I'm super excited about the opportunity. And then, you know, you are going to get a free MBA out of this, um, which is something that, you know, it's, it's definitely going to set you up in, in your career. You know, not that your not that your undergrad degree wouldn't have, but it's really just to to get this as a boost coming out um, will make you a, a, an attractive hire for any company for sure. Um, what are your goals? What do you what are your goals looking like out of your MBA program, and uh, where do you see your career headed? Um, that that I'm not exactly sure of. We're we're gonna find out. Kind of like this year, this this whole uh, senior year of college. 
people would ask me what my plans were for the portal or not and such and i was kind of still up in the air like i am now um i would love to be able to to go on and play and and go make money and provide while playing a game that that would be an amazing thing to do and a lifelong dream so so that's definitely in the cards but if not using my uh, master's degree from or my uh, marketing degree from here and my master's from roosevelt to see so yeah, i go hopefully get a job in the city Do you have any guys that you could leverage, you know, their expertise from the program that have gone and played pro or, or any, any people you're talking to, to think about those next steps? Um, Coach Rose's son actually graduated right before I, I got to Wesleyan and he played overseas for a couple of years. So I, I picked his brain a bit. He's always here working out and stuff. So I've talked to him some, but, but other than that, I'm just kind of trying to do my own research, read what people say online, kind of just get a gauge and go from there. If you had your if you had your pick, where where are you playing abroad? Gosh, who knows? Some somewhere with with sunny beaches and then some nice weather. I mean, I've been in the Midwest my whole life, and I'm I had some opportunities to go a bunch of other places in the country, but I'm staying in the Midwest for my my fifth year. So maybe maybe somewhere warm. I'm not exactly sure. I like that. I like that. It's a good goal. Yeah, definitely hard to, hard to be be picky, like you said, if you're going to play a game and and provide for yourself. But um, which is something you know we're always trying to promote the fact that, you know, I think a lot of kids look at um, college basketball and they really think that division one is the only opportunity to, to play professionally after school. And uh, so, yeah, just one of many reasons we wanted to get you on to kind of think about how to expand that message to, to recruits who, you know, have that as a goal and, and to, to see your own path and see that it's possible. So yeah, definitely. great to shoot for that. Um, all right. We're going to close the way we always do, asking you if you were talking to your 18-year-old self who was about to start the college recruiting process, what advice would you provide now, knowing everything you know? That's a loaded question. I'd say a little bit has to do with uh, what you kind of just said about realizing how many doors can be open through athletics and, and through the game of basketball, no matter what level you play at. Um, I would tell myself to work a little harder, maybe eat a little better, grow a couple inches. <laughs> but but other than that, I would I would definitely hone in on the fact that that basketball it truly can change your life at this level. If you're playing at the college level and you you put the work in and you're performing, it can it can change your life and open up more doors than than ever imaginable. Definitely than I ever thought coming in as a as a skinny freshman. So so that's probably what I'd say. Yeah, that's great advice. Um, Awesome. Well, Cody, thanks for joining us. Uh, for everyone listening, we are going to, Cody wrote up uh, kind of his experience in the transfer portal. So our goal is to try to demystify all things college recruiting. And, um, you know, there's nothing, I think right now with, with more of an allure, or more misunderstood than the transfer portal. So uh, Co Cody put pen to paper and, and we're going to try to clear that up for you guys. So we got an accompanying Substack post that we'll link to in the show notes. And um, yeah, then Cody, if people want to get in touch with you to, or follow your career, how, how would they do that? Uh, my, my Twitter is CodyMitch01. My Instagram is Cody.Mitch. Twitter would probably be the best way to, to keep following me as a basketball player. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Cody, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll keep an eye out. A lot of things to look forward to in your career. Yep. Thank you very much.